Hello, and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon, and I am joined, as I am always joined, by my bestest pal. Angelica, how are you today? I am doing great, ready as always to delve headfirst into the world of K-Pop. Our favorite place to be. Truly, truly is. Um, So I think today's episode is going to get pretty conceptual, if you want (laughs) to... We're going to be talking about the concept of a concept. (laughs) What the heck does that mean, Shannon? uh, uh, There's a couple of levels to this thing. I guess we're going to talk about um, a group's individual concept, like perhaps if this group has anything interesting about how it is set up or if they have like a theme to what they mm-hmm. are like presenting the to the world. Style of their identity, yeah. I guess, would be the, the yeah. way. Like to what's the deal with this group? How that. do you categorize mm-hmm. them? Um and then we'll delve a little further into like comeback concepts, like when mm-hmm. a group puts out an album. You know, it might have a specific right. concept to it. So both group concepts, sort of the general idea of like what kind of group is it? And then we'll also talk about album concepts, meaning like what kind of album are they going to yeah. put out this time? Yeah. So like where do we where do we begin? I mean, I guess just in general, like we just explained our two vocabulary words. It is concept in yep. general. Right, and we just broke it up: group concept and an album, album concept. So let's start with group. Sure. Um, what are some different types of groups that exist within K-pop? I feel like if you were to co- like zoom out of it as far as you can, there's kind of just like two either ors when it mm-hmm. comes to groups. Is it going to be light or dark? Yeah, or sexy Sweet or plain or sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Like those are kind of the biggest categories that you can probably put everyone in, like in a bit, mm-hmm. if you were doing one of those like sorting charts. Sexy or in cute. Ma- light or dark. Yeah. Because there's dark sexy and there's cute sexy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Are you kind of a tough group or are you like a sweet one? Um, so there's all ki- there's there's all kinds. Mm-hmm. Um, one term that I was very excited to find, uh, beast idol. Yep. That's the American translation. Um, but this was a concept that was literally created for 2 p.m. Yeah. My favorite. They, they did it first. Um, so a beast idol, like they all have big muscles and don't wear shirts a lot. They're going to be hot. They're going to take their shirts off. And they're going to be. And they look like they would help you move. Like, yeah. They'd be good. Mm-hmm. At- <laughs> and like usually they're going to be shirtless and glistening on their album covers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're fun. <laughs> yeah. So that's like Beast Idol. Yep. That's like mm-hmm. your sexy dude group. Yeah. If you're like me and you love to objectify men, check out 2PM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And some other some other groups with like Beast Idol-y images would be like I think I would Vix like, has one. Yes, Vix definitely does. I would say TVXQ mm-hmm. has a Beast Idol concept. Really any group that's going to be shirtless. That's doing like a like we're sweaty yeah. men kind mm-hmm. of thing as yeah. opposed to – um, there are certain members of other – like there are oh, certain yeah. members of EXO who will like rip their tops off. But it's not going to be the whole group right. whereas like maybe all of 2 p.m. would end up topless Absolutely. on a stage. Um, that's not going to happen with something like EXO or Shiny. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like the boy opposite 
of beast idol is another Korean term. The Korean term is gotminam, which means flower boy. And that's like a like the Korean equivalent of like a pretty boy, mm-hmm. nice boy. And what's really adorable and hilarious about the fact that this concept exists is that 2PM is our beast idol group. Mm-hmm. And they have a like brother group called 2AM which are the flower boys yeah, and like they sing they ballads sing ballads and they're very soft they are not hot they are not ripped Jinwoon's very hot and very ripped and but that's, that's not one the concept of the members <laughs> like they are um they're soft and sweet mm-hmm. and they sing pretty songs yeah. and 2pm is over here telling you that they want to make love yes like, exactly you know. <laughs> so those are like our two dichotomies like when it comes to boys mhm um, and then I think the girl ones would be uh, the the sweet girl side is sometimes called fairy doll, like like fairy fairy idol, idol. and that's mm-hmm. again an English translation. I'm not going to attempt to butcher the Korean, but f- like fairies, like mm-hmm. like girls that are very cute and sparkly and are Pretty wearing like and little delicate. Skirts. Yeah, they're going to wear cute skirts. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that their choreography is not complicated, but they're definitely going to be the ones that create sort of the more, like, sugar bubblegum yeah. pop. Every fairy idol group, like, absolutely 100% has a video of them frolicking in a meadow. Like yes. that. Like uh, what we watched last video week. That we watched mm-hmm. last week. Like that is definitely something that happens in like fairy idol groups. Mm-hmm. Like examples of these would be like A Pink. Oh my girl, G friend, G friend. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, these like sort of sweet girls. And then I don't think there's like a term for like sexy girl groups, but there, but it's is, a thing. But it's a thing. Like uh, to anyone is a good example of like the opposite of something like a pink. Um, an even better example, name wise, would be Blackpink. Mm-hmm. Um, Blackpink is a four person group that does like much more um like ha- edgier style music they do really complicated dance moves they um dress really funky wear like fishnets and ripped things whereas something like a pink is going to wear like very color coordinated if not completely matching like skirt outfits with mm-hmm. cute pumps and black pink is going to like each member is wearing like five different patterns and they're all a different like they could be going to completely different places Mm-hmm. You would have Someone no idea. Someone has mesh on. Someone's sure. got mesh. Someone's got studs. Someone's mm-hmm. got tie dye. Like who? Who effing knows? Um, so those kinds of groups definitely bring like a different type of music and mm-hmm. also a different like clothing style yes. as well. Yeah, I think a lot of this, while it definitely refers to the music people are making, I think. A lot. It heavily leans more towards on the way that they are styled. Yeah, their aesthetic mm-hmm. is going to be different. That's oh, that's a good word for yeah. like the concept group aesthetic, yes. maybe, and then album concept yeah. is how there we, we will differentiate. So like the and it's going to influence, like we said, the music videos too. Like those fairy idol groups are always going to have a music video in a field, but like Blackpink and To Anyone are not going to be frolicking through a meadow. No. Like they're going to be dirty dancing. subway station. Yeah, or like abandoned buildings Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, So, yeah. So those are sort of our four categories. Yeah, I would think. And and obviously every group 
can exist in several of these categories Mm -hmm. or strictly stick to one or play around a lot. It really just kind of depends. There are definitely groups that do the same thing as long as they exist. And there are groups that try different things a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like Shiny is one of those examples of a group that was always kind of doing different stuff. Yeah, like, and that's, I think, is a good segue from, like, group aesthetic to album concepts is that, um, like, Shiny is not a Beast Idol group by any means. Um, They're also not really Flower Boys either, and the reason for that being that each of their albums has a different concept. Mm -hmm. Like, they, um, I made sure to write down their, like, Ring Ding Dong Lucifer phase, Mm -hmm. um, which I know are two different albums, but But it was close together. Similar aesthetics, because, Mm -hmm. like, Ring Ding Dong is sort of the song that put them on the map, but also, um, like very anime style, like yes. they all have crazy hair, and their music video ends with them like sprouting they all grow wings. wings. Um, and then there's Lucifer, where like um, John Young is wearing like a shirtless chap, like it's a shirt, it's like, it's like assless a backless chaps, but chap a shirt. vest. Yeah, it's like assless chaps, but it's a vest. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> and Key's out there with his like Fifth Element haircut, where he has like half his side shaved and half his head shaved and bleached, and he's got like a weird like plastic visor just, on like, shiny like wisps of stuff like flying yeah all like, them. Magic, like magic like and also there are them. lamborghinis with those like pop-up doors yeah with those them. like butterfly like, doors like who like it was just bananas that that aesthetic of their concept of, or that concept of their album was yeah so they very had like the a shiny anime phase and right. then they also but then they'll come back right after lucifer and what what's after lucifer Di- uh dream girl Everybody? Dream girl. Dream girl. And so then they're going to switch and they're going to go from from Lucifer where they've got like all these crazy like mm, sort of like manga style looks. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to come back from Dream Girl and they're going to be very clean cut and they're going to wear bright and colorful suits but they are suits and they're going to be like – a completely different style of song, different aesthetic for them. So, like, they're a good example of a group that sort of can try anything. Yeah, and their music has always been kind of – like, I don't, I never know how to categorize it. I, I call Shiny and what – like a niche group because they their style of K-pop is – not as mainstream as something like BTS or Seventeen or EXO. Like they have, they're sort of the weirder spectrum mm-hmm. of K-pop. Like Definitely. we, we like to say K-pop. You know, you got to embrace the weirdness of K-pop in order to embrace K-pop at all. And Shiny is definitely on that weirder side of the spectrum, right? Um, and then I think sometimes groups like fall into things and then it mm-hmm. works really well. Like an example I can think of is there's a wonderful girl group that I've always loved called Sistar. Mm-hmm. Um, and they always had a sexy image. Like that was their thing. They wear little outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, but at first, like one of their biggest singles was kind of like a much more like sad, Oh, kind like of song. Ballads. And, they, and they had like skirts mm-hmm. that were slit like all the way oh, up. Oh, the, the choreo- leg dance. Yeah, and the choreography was like all legs. And that's like kind of what put them on the map. But shortly after that, they did like a summer, like a summer song. And the video was them like in bikinis and to- and like cut off shorts, like doing a little dance. Mm-hmm. And that cemented Sistar as like the queens of summer. Mm-hmm. And so as long as they existed, which was until 
in the middle of last year, they would put out like a crazy like summer song. Mm-hmm. Um, so like wearing tiny shorts and bikini tops and doing like summer songs. Some little like was like their thing. Song. That became like the image that they like always presented, and they never mm-hmm. tried to like break get away, away from, from that because that worked very well for them. But then there are other groups, um, like this a girl group that we know of called CLC, where they the company like doesn't really know what to do with yeah, them. This is very so they interesting. Try out a bunch of different concepts. Yes. Like when CLC first started, they were very sort of like that. Typical image of a K-pop fairy. They're definitely fairy a fairy idols, group when they and started. like they, they, you know, they wore the little schoolgirl uniforms and had like the the um, sweet, like soft music. And because they, that is not a very, um, it's not a unique or uncommon look for debut girl yeah. groups. It's probably not your best bet if you're trying to make a big mark. Because mm-hmm. while there's definitely a market for cutesy girl groups it's kind of the easiest thing to do it's like the least risky thing to do but it's probably the least profitable thing to do Mm -hmm. because it's been done over and over and over and and because there are 20 other girl groups that are doing the same exact thing so if you want to really step outside and like be noticeable and memorable starting off that way is probably not your best bet but that's how these girls started CLC they started very cutesy and then because that market is very oversaturated they decided to switch it up. Right. And so they came out with a song called Hobgoblin. And now this is interesting because Hobgoblin was written by and like produced and all the videos and choreography were overseen by one of my favorite K-pop stars of all time, Hyuna. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a member of a girl group called Four Minute. Mm-hmm. And Four Minute was like the edgy, like they were like the hard like the hard girl group. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like, this one incredible video where they're all wearing like bucket hats with their names on them. <laughs> and they're like, they were like kind of scary. Like that was mm-hmm. their thing is that they like were like a group filled with scary spices. Yes. They were like a cool, tough group. Um, and then after four minute left, like disbanded, there was kind of like a gap for that kind of group. Um, so the so CLC, they basically were like, well, let's let Hyuna write them a song. Mm-hmm. Um, so she wrote this song, Hobgoblin, that sounds like her music. Yep. Um, that kind of like clubby, like scary, like mm-hmm. sexy, cool girl stuff. And this video was styled incredibly. It was one of my favorite releases of 2016, I think. Like, Oh, totally. Their outfits are super fun. One like, of the girls is wearing a yellow bathing suit with like thigh-high boots. Piece. And a red, like, blazer. And she looks so cool. And they have, like, baseball bats with razor wire on them. Mm -hmm. And they're, like, and it's just, They're, like, like, here to fuck shit up. Yeah. And, like, it's about, uh, Hobgoblin is about, like, capturing a goblin and making him give you, like, what you want. Yeah, Yeah. like, giving you wishes or whatever. Um, So it's, like, a fun song. Like, the choreography is is exciting. And they have, like, super hip-looking backup dancers wearing, like, fishnets and, like, oversized jackets. Yeah. Um, And it was a hit. Like, it really did. It was. People liked it. It was different and interesting and new. And so it was a huge disappointment that when the next album came around, they were back in the meadow in their little pinafores mm-hmm. again. Like, yeah, so I don't know why they made that switch back, but it is disappointing. I definitely, I will say, to be fair, I listened to their album from last year to death. Like, 
I loved it, but I also really wanted to see, I wanted them to keep going in that like hobgoblin direction because I do feel like it's a whole, like, and I'm sure I, I assume if I could just make an assumption that the company was afraid of Blackpink and was just like, well, we can't compete with Blackpink. But I felt like hobgoblin and like, like I still feel like those are different sides of a similar corn. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's corn, corn. Similar corn coin because um, I was trying to say corner in that corner of our little grid that we made like tough like sure right. but I do think that like Hobgoblin was different from like Whistle and that there is room there's room in K-pop totally. for both of those things and I mm-hmm. wish that record labels wouldn't like chicken out all yeah, the time. Yeah, it's like, sure, like, Blackpink is a phenomenon. Like, Blackpink is, like we said, that sort of harder girl group, and they are super popular. Um, but to be the only group that does something like that, like, I think that's really a shame. Like, we as the audience are missing out yeah. on having multiple groups try out these different styles. So that to me is disappointing, especially because personally I'm not a huge fan of the super bubblegum pop. So like to have a group actually try to be edgier, I found refreshing. Yeah, and going back to that stuff is alienating for you. And I'll gobble it all up because I love it. (laughs) Love it. My sweet trash. It's great. Um, So I just like wrote down here a couple of like – I'm just going to list. And if anything like strikes your fancy or you want to talk about anything, um, here are like some popular concepts Mm -hmm. that groups – Popular album concepts. Album concepts Mm -hmm. that groups might use. Um, The first and probably one of the most popular ones is a school uniform concept. Mm -hmm. Usually when groups debut – they will somehow. It's definitely work usually in. an early thing, yeah. or an ironic thing you can do five years in and be like, "LOL, let's get in school uniforms again." Yeah. Um, but like all all kids in South Korea wear school uniforms. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of their lives, so it's probably like a good marketing tool. It's like unifying. Relatable. We all and also there is a company called uh, School Looks S K O O L O O K S School Looks. Um, and they every year like partner with a K-pop group or two mm. to do basically like they'll write a song just to do like a showcase of this year's fashions. And they really are like the coolest uniforms ever. I assume only like the richest, richest kids schools like actually buy these school looks uniforms. I doubt that everyone else gets to wear such cool uniforms, but that's like a thing. Mm-hmm. Partnering with school or just having school yeah. uniforms gives like a fun, innocent image. And like we said, mm-hmm. it's like unifying because everyone went to school. Everyone wore yeah. a uniform. But I will say that as an adult, I hate it when the groups get into their school yeah. uniforms because it makes me feel real old. Yeah. And I am not trying to watch little boys in school uniforms dance, sing and dance about right. how pretty I am. Like yeah. put on a suit yeah, that's on my list. <laughs> Suits is a concept. <laughs> it really is. And it's a good one. That's a favorite of mine, I will say. No one rocks a suit like Shiny does. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the, that's my ultimate bias. Um, suits are good. I like them in suits. Um, Girls no. in suits, too. Like mm-hmm. Mamamoo did suits yeah. for, the, for one of their recent comebacks. Um, a song that I always mispronounce in my head. I think of it as Dick. Me, but it's decomani or something like that. It's, it's like a French, a French word. word. I don't, I, whatever. I, it doesn't matter. They wore suits and they looked fucking gorgeous. Yeah. 
So suits is the concept. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a really popular one is retro slash yes. vintage. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can go all the way with this and be like real vintage. Like Mamamoo does where they'll do like mm-hmm. cute like 60s dresses with like. Yes. Uh, I think we recommended their debut stage and that they had sort of – when they debuted, they did sort of like a mod look, like mm-hmm. 60s mod look, um, sort of like Twiggy inspired. And then I, I wrote them down as well to bring up their retro style because then they also had like a piano man was like t- 1920s mm-hmm. style and they did like a tap number in that that choreography has includes tap dance and aoop um, is like Aoup 60s is it's like, like mad 60s. men dresses. yeah 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 they're wearing like high-waisted capris and like little sweaters and beehive hair yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, it doesn't have to be, like, that old of retro because, like, Shiny did a straight-up 90s concept. Yes, and it was re- – like, the, when they went on shows, they said, our album is retro concept. But it was 90s. So, yeah, like, they released the album on cassette uh-huh. tape. They released it on cassette tape. They wore, like, gaudy chains with super bright-colored suits. Their music video for uh, the lead single off that album, which was called One of One um, – is uh it looks like one of those old gap ads where mm-hmm. like everyone's in a white room and like dancing you know you remember yeah, yeah, yeah. those gap ads like that's the music video for one of one it's great um, so you could do – so retro really covers like any previous decade. Yeah. Uh, another one is party. Mm. Like just – like whether it's in a club or like a house party, that's yes. definitely like – a thing mm-hmm. like this is a party concept. Um, other ones, fantasy, magic, mm-hmm. um, futuristic. Yep. Um, murder is a very common theme uh-huh. in comebacks for some and reason. That's actually we can even bring that slightly back to the group concept or group aesthetic because my favorite murderous group is Red Velvet. Um, they have a variety of music videos that include murdering boys, <laughs> and I love it. Um, but we just recently discovered because we were watching all these like Red Velvet things, and you and I were sort of wondering like, how come they're always like so murdery? Mm-hmm. And then we, like, upon researching, discovered that that's their group concept is yeah. that they are supposed to be – they are supposed to look really sweet with, like, a holding a knife behind their right. backs, essentially. Like, they're the girl that you're going to fall in love with and they will ruin you. Yeah. And that is just the best – I think that's my the favorite The red girl. and the velvet. Right. It's like, all mm-hmm. those things. And they uh, – <laughs> one of the things that, like – Nobody really noticed until their last comeback where there was, you know, lots of proof of it is when they put out their album teasers. We'll get into – we're going to do an album episode. We'll talk about that. But they never smile. Mm. And that's like a thing. They all – they just like sit with their legs straight out like little dead rag dolls and they don't smile. Because they're going to murder you. Because they're going to murder you. Um, So, yeah, (laughs) that murder is like definitely a concept. Um, um, I want to back up a little bit to sure. get into the fantasy concept yeah. because we have um, – we mentioned that earlier. I would say like Ring Ding Dong was sort of like Shiny's fantasy concept and then like Lucifer was their futuristic one. Mm-hmm. Um, but one group that has a very, very, very complicated concept rooted in fantasy and is a concept of many of their music videos is EXO. OK, great. I definitely wanted to spend a lot of time talking about this because – there is nothing else quite like to compare um 
So if you if you look at the concept of EXO on paper, if you were selling it as a business, it's very simple and but it was had never been done before. We're going to take a group, 12 boys, six and we're going to split them six and six. Mm-hmm. And one of them's going to sing in Mandarin and one of them's going to sing in Korean and they're going to sing the same songs and they're going to promote simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Like that's the business idea. But they're idea. going to promote separately. Yes. Like we have XOK and they're going to sing K in for Korean, Korean and they're going to have XOM for Mandarin and they're going to sing in Mandarin and they will promote separately. They will uh, like singing the same songs just in different languages and then uh, they will like tour separately sometimes and then they will come together for like big stadium world tours and have like certain songs that they perform together. Um, And they will, the albums will be together as well. Like both XOM and K are on the same album but like you get essentially two versions of every song. Yeah, so that's Mm -hmm. it from a aerial like from a business, business perspective and it is all that already that's a lot of concept like most groups right. are just like it's five boys they're singing what do you want like but this, this one, one is like we're gonna be an international group and like that's how that's why they're gonna be so successful is because we are able to capture these two huge markets at once yeah so that that wasn't enough that wasn't enough <laughs> lisa man has to be as extra as possible at all times. Who is Lee Suman? Oh, he is the founder of SM Entertainment. Okay. For the, where the SM comes from. <laughs> um, and rumor has it there are crazy. so <laughs> there are so many rumors <laughs> about EXO, and so who knows if any of this is true? Sorry if I'm repeating like lies, but basically, <laughs> people have said that while he was studying at Cal State Northridge, he there was an eclipse, and he like in the <laughs> late 80s and he like had the idea for this group so we talked a little bit about exo um or i i know that i talk about them a lot they're like my guilty pleasure um but uh they were sort of the group that i credit explaining k-pop to me and the reason for that is because their music videos are so elaborate Mm -hmm. because so The concept of EXO is that they are from exoplanet, right? That's why they're called EXO, E-X-O. Exoplanet, they came to Earth. Well, first they were on exoplanet and they were all forces. All 12 Mm -hmm. of them are different forces and they were – they protect the tree of life. Yes. And And to protect the tree of life as best as possible, they had to split into two groups mm-hmm. and live on separate worlds where they see the same sky and when the planets align and they can see each other like then they unite right. to protect so the tree that of is life. why they explain like that's their reasoning for having like XOM and XOK right they they like live on opposite sides of the mirror yes. i guess is like the way that you could think of it and the way that they visualize it in some of their music videos, videos. Yeah. but so each of the members has a power like one of them is teleporting wait 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 oh you got them all I got them all because I wanted to see as the person in the room who learned all of the names of EXO first because we were not. Can I name all of their powers? Probably. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to <laughs> see. I'm going to see if you can connect power to boy. Okay. Because I don't. Cool. So, okay. Earth. Ah, shit. <laughs> you stumped me We right can come back to it. Come back to Earth. Uh, flight. <laughs> this is original myself. 12. Oh, Original 12 was flight. I don't know. Luhan? No. Ah, damn. We'll come back to it. Teleportation. Kai. That's Got easy. Got it. Air. Dio? 
No. Younger. Younger than Dio, but it's... Mm, is it Sehun? Yes. Oh, okay. Fire. Chanyol. Water. Suho? Yes. Healing. Lay. Time. Mm. It's a former member. That's what I was thinking. Is it? Is that one Luhan? No. Oh, Tao? Yes. Okay. Light. I know that Chen is lightning. Okay, good. I'll check that so one So light. Is that one Dio? No. Damn. Remember the plot of the power video. The person with light got left behind. Oh, right. Back, yeah. <laughs> Frost. That's Schumann. Telekinesis. Is that a former member? Yes. I think that's Chris. It's Luhan. God one damn it. Guessing the whole time. <laughs> okay, so we still need to decide between Chris and Dio who's Earth and who's Flight. Chris's Flight and Dio's Earth. There you go. So, yeah, they gave these kids powers and poor things. These adorable babies <laughs> have fair. to reenact their powers on almost every variety show they go on. Still. They, still. Still to this day, now they only have nine slash eight debatable members. Like, they still have to do it. And it's my favorite thing in the world when someone asks Kai to show them teleportation because he gets this look on his face like he wants to crawl into a hole and die. And he's just like, okay. I'm going to go from here to that seat over there. And then he just goes, look over there, and then runs in the other direction. And everyone, like, lovingly plays along and is like – and then they turn back and they're like, wow, how'd you get there? And it's yeah. so dumb. And I love it. I love it, too. I love it. But so they got to, like – so they work their sort of, like, power concept in a lot of different ways, including – in one of their more recent uh, releases from this year, a song called Power. Um, and the music video is like a very complex, like comic book, essentially, where each one gets to like use their powers to defeat this like robot monster. Yeah, it's very funny. I got to say, hilarious. I made my husband. So this morning I was to research for this episode. I pulled up the EXO Mama video. It's mm. their debut. It's not their debut debut video because they put out pr two pre-debut tracks. Like they were really trying to hype because I'm sure that a lot of money went into this. Like this oh, was, yes. you know, this was a big deal. Like nobody mm -hmm. had ever gone this far with trying mm -hmm. to, you know, put a group together. So their first music video called Mama is like eight or nine minutes long. It's oh, so because long. it's a short film. It starts with like an animated intro that explains, that explains like we just the said, tree the life. tree of life. So I was watching that earlier this morning and my husband walked by and then he like stopped and he was like, what are you watching? <laughs> like I saw the reflection of it. I need to know. So like I rewound it and like showed it and we were like talking about EXO as a concept. And then we were like three EXO MVs later. So, like we were watching, <laughs> we were watching Coco Bop. And then suddenly mm. he like stepped away and he was like, I have to remove myself from the tractor beam and like get away. Cause it, he, we were saying it's like that episode of the Simpsons where they go to Japan and Bart like has seizures from watching the robot cartoon, mm. like watching K-pop videos, like puts you in this really like, like focus. Yeah. So, he compared it to a tractor beam. But in their first video, they explain Each this one ridiculous of long yeah. concept. Um, but then it, the universe just continues to expand every year. Like there's a universe where they're like comic books and there's a universe where they wear gnome outfits for some reason. And there's a universe where they're baristas and there's a yeah, room. Like, they, like it's – they – 
apparently exist in like parallel universes. Yes. So like their most recent album was like Exo Cafe Universe because I don't know why. Like a fan fiction website. This is the AU where they are where they're all baristas or whatever baristas baristas. I don't know. And so like the the song Universe is about like I'll search the universe for you because I'm not over our break. Like it's a breakup song, right? Like I'll always love you. I'll search the universe for you. But the music video is them making coffee yeah. in aprons. And I'm like, why? Why? Yeah, I don't know. So that's – I mean, they look real pretty, but it's it's inexplicable. Yeah. So that – EXO is an example of like the farthest that a concept can yeah. go. But Did you have information about NCT? Because that's SM's new project mm-hmm. into making the most yes, complicated that's group ever. exactly what I was going to get into next. Um, so if you did – if you were a good student of mine and you did your homework, then you watched NCT use Seventh Sense, um, which is a great music video, great song. But NCT is a very interesting – concept for the group. This is not a concept in the sense that like they have a plot. It's more, it's a business model really. Mm -hmm. And I like to use the analogy of like a chain restaurant. Mm -hmm. So NCT is like the name of the groups, Uh right? And so, but the concept of NCT, and it took me literally weeks to like fully research and understand what it meant mm-hmm. because there's NCTU and there's NCT 127 and there's NCT Dream. NCT Dream. Okay. So there's three different groups, NCTU, NCT 127, and NCT Dream. And the concept essentially is to have um, a, a branch of NCT from different regions, Right. So like NCTU represents one part of Korea. NCT Dream represents a different part of Korea. NCT 127, yet another region. And so it's almost, so that's why I call it like a chain restaurant, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like a franchised group. Like they all share the name NCT. They, with the exception of like one or two, do not share members. Mm-hmm. They do not share albums. They do not share the stage. Like, they are separate groups, but they're seemingly needlessly united under this name of NCT. And they make very different music. Like, NCTU is that seventh sense. They're, sort, they're like, a little edgier. NCT Dream is, like, the They're all most, underage, and they just sing sweet baby boy songs. And, like, the most bubblegum pop. Like, they literally have a song called Bubblegum or Chewing something. Gum. Chewing gum. Whatever. Um, whatever. It made me nauseous. <laughs> it was, like, so sweet. I think I got a cavity just watching that music video. I had... I didn't even watch the whole thing. It made me feel gross. Um, but they have, like, different... It's, I don't even understand why it happens it's I guess just like the business model of trying to make it regional and like so you can have your favorite NCT I don't know it's weird they also don't aren't they also like significantly um staffed by Chinese kids yes NCT does have a lot of uh of Chinese members they do because yeah that's like your way to get which is even a weirder concept then to have them be Chinese members because they are representing regions of Korea. Yeah, but it says on Wikipedia that their it, their intention is to de- debut subunits in China, in Japan, mm. in Thailand, in Vietnam, in Indonesia. Right. Like to try to make NCT mm-hmm. like 
I don't like almost don't a global like a like a McDonald's yeah. right like there's an NCT for like Japan has its own NCT Vietnam has its own NCT like Thailand has its own NCT and the idea is that those the members of that group are going to be for that region yeah. so it's really a ploy to get more international fans yeah which is a thing that like SM has been trying to do for a really long time since They're, their conception of EXO really well actually first uh, Super Junior M was their first uh, attempt at that, which was oh. a Mandarin group. That's where Henry is from. Oh. Um, where they just, like, got five boys to sing in Chinese, and they were like, you're called Super Junior M. Like, they weren't Super Junior members singing in Chinese. They were a new group with the Super Junior branding. Oh, so they've tried this They've tried this a couple before. of times. So Super Junior M was first, and then they tried XO, and it did not. We'll get, like I said, we'll get into it in our contract disputes episode, <laughs> but it, that did not end well. Um, and then I guess NCT is their new attempt at this mm-hmm. to have like a huge – right now NCT has uh, six, nine, 16, 16 people associated with it. But they are not – that is not to say that there will ever be 16 people on a stage representing NCT. It's like those 16 people are split up into different groups. Yeah, but isn't there like one – like, isn't one of the poor boys in every single one of them? I know for a fact that there is a shared member of NCTU and NCT127. I do not think that that member is in NCT Dream. Okay, you're right. It looks like and you and you and 127 have both Tail and Mark in mm-hmm. them, but none of the Dream boys are in anything else. Right. Because they are all little. They're so little. Yeah. They're little, little boys. So I think that's like, you know, they're uh, <laughs> like security deposit or whatever. <laughs> is that like half of this group is like under the age of 18. Mm-hmm. So like they can try to figure out what to do with them for a long time. Yeah. Because like, the long, NCT U members are like in their 20s, like regular, regular, regular age. <laughs> Quote unquote. Quote unquote regular age. But dreams like they're all like little bitty babies. Mm. Um, yeah. So Wow. Yeah, so they're they're weird. They're a weird concept. It took me a long time to wrap my brain around that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only other example I was thinking of, because it's hard to – because most groups really do just kind of throw whatever at the wall and see what sticks and, like, mm-hmm. figure out their thing. Um, there's usually not this amount of backstory or whatever put into groups. But the only thing I could find that was kind of similar um, – so in 2017, this group called Dreamcatcher debuted, but they had existed since 2014 as a group called Minx, M-I-N-X. Okay, never um, heard of either. But and I'm girl guessing group, boy group. girl group, girl group. Okay. Um, there are seven of them. Um, Still seven? Seven in Minx and seven in Dreamcatcher? Yep. Nobody nobody is listed as okay, former. Okay, so just a, an actual rebrand of yes, the group. Yes, an actual rebrand where I'm assuming that Minx was probably like standard girl K-pop. I don't know, have anything to could, uh, confirm or deny this. But I guess it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, it was not working. So they completely rebranded and came back in 2016, 2016 as Dreamcatcher. Um, and the only way that I can like describe Dreamcatcher's whole thing is like J-pop Twilight. Um, 
because so vampires yes it's absolutely like trying to do that kind of like baby metal sort of thing uh-huh. where they're still doing like standard girl group dances in little like school uniforms like the kind of stuff that you expect but is it but like, like in the background and they're oh. like yeah so but are they like baby metal in the sense that it's like Hot Topic schoolgirl outfits where they're like black and red plaid with like yes. lots of buckles yes. and yes. things. Yes. So they're like goth vampire pixie Are they dream girl. literally supposed to be vampires? Or is that just like the sort of aesthetic? I think, look that I mean, their, their debut album as Dreamcatcher was called Nightmare. And the video was like they're in the woods and it's like strobe lights and like it's a whole thing i'm fascinated i'm utterly fascinated this this may be my new favorite concept screw you xo <laughs> like, I'm, I'm moving on at last no i'm not i'll never yeah go. so like that dream catcher was definitely like that's it's, that's amazing that's, that's a great. concept that's that what doesn't i want more happen. of like i'm not gonna lie i love it when a group has that like super ridiculous specific concept like give me Hot Topic vampires. Give me murderous cute ladies. Mm-hmm. Like, give me boys with superpowers. I don't care what it is. Like, I, I want it. Yeah, I'm pretty much down for everything. I want the characters. I was going to ask you, like, just opinion-wise, do you have concepts that you tend to, like, lean towards? Or are you just sort of down for whatever? Or do you have a favorite concept, like, that you can pull off the top of your head that you remember enjoying? Favorite concept, honestly, is probably when, like, sexy boy groups do the grown man suit thing. Like, mm-hmm. I know I just said I love the fantasy shit, but I also, like, a good example, and I know I talk about 2PM a lot, would be their album Gentleman's Game. Um, because they – that also has, like, sort of a retro style to it. It's very um, – it has, like, jazz elements and R&B to it that, like, hits a, the love of R&B that I have, like, in a perfect way. Um, and so I, I just love when dudes are going to get out there in, like, a three-piece suit, but, like, it's kind of, like, the top buttons of their button – of their shirt are undone and they're going to, like, dance real sexy – that I love. Mm-hmm. Love when a group does a real grown-up Because they look like thing. they have money. Yeah, they look like they're there to just <laughs> treat you, girl. Like, going to take you out on the town. Um, so I love that. I love when boy groups do, like, grown-up suits. Um, but I also really love that um, – I love when girl groups try to do something uh, harder or, like I, – I just like it when groups sort of break out of their – typical image mm-hmm. and try something new. I yeah. think that that's always fun. That is always like, fun. Um, like when A-Pink did their, their more grown-up, is it wasn't it L- Love? It was Love. It was like their first mm-hmm. time. I remember I was so excited about this because like I love A-Pink and I always have. And yes, they did start out with a very innocent, like cute girl image. And when they reached the age where all of their members were legal age, like mm-hmm. that usually is like a turning point for groups. Like mm-hmm. what are we going to do now? Are we going to try and get an adult audience with this? Or stay with our thing. Right. And instead of doing what usually happens and sometimes destroys groups, which is like going full sexy and that kind of yeah. scares it's people. It's too much, too fast. A-Pink did this thing where they were all in like white pantsuits. Yeah. Like really well-tailored pants. And they just looked so grown up, but like mm-hmm. in a really specific like – Classy not, yes. and like sex. That's what I – I love a classy concept. Classy sexy. I also love like a straight up trash concept. <laughs> like 
like when like Hyuna had this music video a couple of years ago. What was it for? Uh, roll talking? deep, oh, yeah. roll deep, and they wore like those um, spring breakers, like pink, pink ski, ski masks, masks with like a real boobalicious top. Like I just and love she when has people... all the backup dancers on leashes. Yes. Like it's pretty. Nuts. I love that. I love the kind of music videos that get banned from TV because <laughs> I like people who are pushing some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. because as an international fan, like I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, we're <laughs> we're not clutching any pearls no. over here when we have. So like, I love it. And I love when people get mad. Like, Hyuna making people mad is probably my favorite. And that's what Hyuna does best. I mean, we're talking about group concepts. We should talk about Troublemaker. Yeah, Troublemaker. So that was like a little uh, duo thing that lasted for a hot minute. um, That was like Hyuna from Four Minute. And now I can't remember which guy from Beast, but one of the guys from Beast. A scrawny one. Yeah. They decided to do like a duet. Subgroup, that's what they're called when groups break off mm-hmm. into their own albums, uh, called Troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first music video that they did was like a James Bond, like spies in a hotel kind of thing, like sexy. And they also caused a huge stink at the, uh, the one of the end of the year award shows that year because they made out on stage at the <gasps> end of their song and everyone was so scandalized. Oh, like like picture Britney making out with Madonna like that yeah, level that kind of, of scandal. scandal. Like oh my goodness, everyone is offended. But it was great. And yeah. then their follow-up music video had I was going to bring this up as like a concept that makes me roll my eyes. Uh what is the concept of the uh, now the troublemaker now video? They're like a kind of Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, they yeah. live in an airstream trailer and they fight and they slap each other in the face. And, and then like, at the end, one of them strung out on drugs or something. Yeah, like, and then he makes a bad deal and someone hands him a paper sack in the alley and there's a human hand in it. And then like I think he disappears at the end of the video. Like you're supposed to assume that like his hard life caught up with him or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Troublemaker was fun because, yeah, nobody, everyone's afraid of doing co ed stuff and mm-hmm. like we get into yeah. why. And that's an time. interesting subgroup because the members had uh, two different, or the, the members of Troublemaker were not originally from the same group because there's yeah. other groups like, um, I'll talk about EXO forever. I'm sorry. Um, but they have a subgroup called CBX in which three of their members like release album an album like just the three of them and they mm-hmm. have a different style of music that's a, another example of like retro style their concept is very um they have a lot of like disco elements in their songs mm-hmm. they're super cheesy i love it i love it i just eat it up yeah um i would definitely love to do a subunit episode sometime because i think that's a magical thing about k-pop that like you know maybe could have saved some american groups if it was mm -hmm. that thing like there's no need for justin timberlake to break off and go solo because people can do subgroups or solos like and they don't have to leave Mm -hmm. their groups yes (laughs) that is a really i mean we'll get into that in another in another episode but yeah like there's so many examples of specific members from groups releasing solo albums without leaving the group themselves you don't have to you release a solo album and three months later you're releasing an album with the group as well yeah Mm. That's great. So, yeah, we could talk about this all day, but we don't want to, like, you know, take up y'all's whole day. We're trying to keep this podcast at a reasonable <laughs> timestamp. Um, so I think it's time to play our new game that still doesn't have a name. K-pop Random, K-pop. Random Play. <laughs> 
All right. So we're going to get our random number for this week's group. Yay. Okay. This week we got Rania. Oh, fun. We actually know who they are. We know at least one of their songs. True. That's one something. of their songs. Which I did love that song. It's called Demonstrate. Um, I kind of hope that that's the music video we end up watching. So as as always in this segment, we will um, look up a group that uh, – Perhaps we don't know anything about. We're going to quickly scan their Wikipedia page and then we will go to YouTube to find their most watched music video. So it, it looks like we've had some member changes in this. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. I know that's a fact. Like, whoa. Whoa. They have more former members than they have current members. Holy shit. Yeah, this is a group that has been through Yikes. some stuff. I okay. remember hearing about this last year. Wait, um, it looks like none of their current members are are the original debut members. Nope. Yeah, <gasps> it doesn't look like that wow, at all. Wow, they have – so that's really strange. I've actually never heard of a group like that before where all of – they they have the same name, but literally every single one of their current members, none of them debuted with, with them. the group. So the original group debuted in 2011. They're still around today, but they have five members currently. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine former members. And one of the former members is this girl. Oh, she's not Korean? No. Oh, she's from Kansas. Yeah. That's interesting. Alexandra Reed, how the heck did you end up? She went to Plano High School. Does she know my husband? (laughs) No, wow, we're, we're, we'll have to ask him. That's so crazy. Okay, she came back how? I don't know. The but third they, and final member in 2015. So she was not an original member. That's very interesting. We'll have to look her up later. Yeah, but that's that's one thing I know about this group is that they had like a non-Korean member and that their last um, comeback she wasn't there or like it was a big deal as to like who was there because they used to just be called Rania or Rania. Rania is how it's written in Korean. Um, and then they became BP Rania. Mm. So I don't know if that's to try to I wonder what the BP delineate between the two. Um, like well, now that they have all new members, like, I mean, I guess you should come up with a different name. What a weird – see, this is why K-pop is so interesting and complex because like – the groups don't always stay the same. Yeah. It's really weird. So are we going to – so knowing now that they have this like two different – are we looking up Rania or BP Rania? Well, what I was going to pull up is like the song that I know because our dance teacher plays it for warm-up all the time, which is the Dr. Feelgood song. Oh, okay, sure. Um, that has that has a lot of of views. Is it their most viewed? Let's find out. No, something called Pop, Pop, Pop from six years ago is their most viewed video. Well, shouldn't we stick with our rules? Yeah, we should. So let's see. Pop, Pop, Pop. <laughs> let's press it. If you're watching along with us, we're pressing play right now. Okay, they're in. Okay, currently seven members in this video. They've got canes. Ooh, that turned into light sticks. Okay, they're in one of those like K-pop endless like warehouse glowing. Mmm, sexy. Okay, yeah. Oh my. 
All right, so this is definitely a girl group that has an edgier, sexy concept to them. Look at those pants. Wow. Holy wow. cannoli. Wow. Those are some bad. What is that hair? Yeah, she's, she's it's like, like two little rolls on top of her but head. But not like cute victory rolls, like weird ones. No, like um, she looks like a weird pastry. That is not a good look for anyone. I don't want to be a hater. We're trying to be cool, but like this is not the tightest choreography I've ever seen. It's not a lot of choreography in general. It's mostly a lot of like body roll here, body roll there. Wow, what bad so pants! So many have bad in pants in the pants. What are those? <gasps> what? Ew. Oh my god, they're like neon green and yellow. But they're like paneled where there's like a different zebra they have, like, in the zebra front. Print? Uh. And Ew. those are not glittery on the front and the back. And those shirts oh, fit poorly. Yeah. I don't like. I'm upset at what they're having to wear. <laughs> All these girls are cuter than this. You deserve better. Honestly, like, this song is boring. They have better songs. I'm sad that this is their most popular one. And it's from six years ago. <laughs> so, like, possibly none of these members are still in this group. I mean, according to that Wikipedia chart, I think that's the case. Yeah. So this isn't even really a good representation of this group today. But it's historical. We're yeah. learning things. But this is very 2011. Like, this if is, we go yeah. back to 2011, this fits right in with what was happening at the time. So Yeah. But there isn't really anything to make it stand out, which mm -hmm. is why I feel like that's usually if you're looking at a group and they've had a crazy amount of member changes, mm -hmm. it's probably because they are not making any money yeah. and they're trying to like get rid of people to or trying fix to it figure or out what's going to work. Yeah. But this is so silly. Like these girls are having to use these light sticks as canes, and they're too short to be canes. Oh, they just turned they just into poofed smoke. into dust, like when Voldemort dies. Like, that whoa. was a surprise. That was All a surprise. Right. Okay, so that's. I would recommend if you're going to look up that group. Uh, pop, pop, pop was was a little boring in my in my opinion. Um, I think their song "Demonstrate" is way better. Yeah, it's totally different in yeah. like every way. And the other only the only other song of theirs I know is called "Doctor Feel Good," and that's also like old timey, like it's old timey K-pop. But I like that um, song. But it's that good. song is fun. So those are some other. At least in this group, we have something to like recommend. Yeah. Otherwise, um, we actually knew who this one was. Ish, we knew their name. Yeah, but it, it seems like there's a lot here that, you know, like there's a lot of history, a lot of changes, a lot of things going on. But they are still listed as a present group. They have not disbanded despite Despite having an totally entirely new lineup. Interesting. Interesting. So that that was uh, another week of random K-pop, whatever this segment's called. <laughs> we did it. Um, all right. Uh, Angelica, do you have a recommendation, or should I start with weekly recommendations this time? You could start. I started last time, but don't take mine because I know that we have the same one. Okay, then I will take a different one. Um, okay, I'm going to make my recommendation the music video for Ending Credit by Um Jung Hwa. 
Um, this song came out a couple of months ago, like a month or two ago now. Um, um Jung Wah is like a, I think her best allegory is like she's Korean Kylie Minogue. Mm. Um, cause she's always made like cool dance music and she's in her late forties and she's still like rocking it. So hard. Oh yes. This is a great recommendation. And, uh, this song is incredibly 80s sounding. It's that like really bassy synth stuff that like stranger things thing that's like going around right now. Um, but the music video is like her alone in a theater and she has like a giant perm and all these boy backup dancers. And, and she's wearing so like a long sleeve leotard and dancing in front of the mirror chorus line style. Yeah. And she, she just looks phenomenal. Yeah. It's a really, and it's a really good song. I like love jamming mm-hmm. to it. And, uh, I think that's definitely an example of like a cool concept aesthetic of this like eighties theater thing and she's great and I love that song so that's my recommendation this week um, Angelica, what's I yours? love that you made that your recommendation because my recommendation is also a female solo artist um, her name is IU just like the letters IU um, and she's been around for a long time she um is not in her 40s. She's like in her 20s. But yeah, she's um, she uh, has been around for a long time. She's always been a solo artist. She um, and like your recommendation has sort of a retro concept. And I'm recommending her music video, Last Night Story. Mm, Last my favorite. Night, like singular night story, um, which is a really adorable, like retro style concept. It's sort of like 60s. And it's basically about um, a guy who stands her up at the club. And so like the chorus is like, last night, I started to dislike you. And it's a really adorable. She has like these two backup dancers in suits that like do super goofy dance moves. And like she sort of gets like more and more disheveled until she's like crying on the floor of her apartment eating cheese puffs. And And she's dressed like Audrey Hepburn in Breakfast at Tiffany's like with the Mm -hmm. gloves and the black dress and yeah. she's like Pelly. and like the delivery guy is like com- comforting her <laughs> it's really hilarious and like tongue in cheek and it's a really good example of a very stylized uh, music video a good example of that that album concept yeah. idea and it's definitely a good song one of oh, my yeah, favorites such a from pop. last year for sure mm-hmm. it was really fun and definitely a different a different sound than your like typical yeah. k-pop and song. very different from your typical k-pop and also very different from her typical style yes. like she does a lot of ballads she does more like sort of indie style k-pop i guess like she's not the typical k-pop yeah. star um, but she she's has a very huge. different style yeah but she's hugely successful um and this was sort of a departure from her regular concept. Yeah, definitely way more stylized than mm-hmm. normal. So, yeah, that's great. IU Last Night Story. And as always, we will put those links and all the links you need to anything that we watch or mention in the episode um, on our website. amakpoppod.tumblr.com or Twitter at amakpoppod. Or if you need to send – need to. Need to. You need if to you must. send us an email. We would love to get an email from you. AMAKpoppod at gmail.com. Yeah, send us questions and recommendations, opinions. We just want to talk to people. And um, we haven't quite decided what we'll be talking about next week, but I can tell you for sure – that as of this episode is playing right now, the Olympic opening ceremonies are in two days. Mm. So we will – I it's it's basically impossible that there won't be any K-pop in these opening ceremonies. Oh, so I'm, I'm sure, sure K-pop will be like the headliner right. of this opening So ceremony. we'll have things to talk about. Yeah. So we'll Suho definitely – is like the mascot of this K-pop, this Olympic. Yeah, so something's going to happen. So we will definitely be back with Olympics talk – 
talk up top next time, and then we'll find something else fun to talk about as well. Yeah, we haven't decided. We've got so many different ideas. I know, it's hard, it's to, hard decide. to decide. So if order. y'all have any opinions, if anybody has something you want to hear about, we'd be happy to take suggestions for mm-hmm. what to do next. Um, otherwise, we'll just pull something off of our list of to-dos. But thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate it, and we love you very much. Uh, go listen to some K-pop and have a good week. Bye. Bye. Jonghyun, you're our inspiration.